What's up, y'all? It's Calvin here, and I got some crazy info for y'all coming up out of Oregon. There's a whole lot going on um, to get right to it, though. Um, there is a hospital down in Bend, Oregon, that is basically rationing out health care right now because they're so swamped with COVID patients and they don't have enough people to uh, handle it. They've got room, but they just don't have the manpower. So the governor is calling out. 1500 national guard uh members and they're sending them out amongst 20 different hospitals all right but um um so far there's only a couple of hospitals that are really got any info about them but uh i'll start with uh st charles medical center down in bend and they said in the event of a car crash or a heart attack hospital leaders say people may not get the care they need as fast as normal hospital officials say that oh, excuse me Hospital officials said they've already had to postpone or cancel close to 3,000 scheduled surgeries that are necessary for the patients they serve. All right. And um, these are patients that have cancer, heart disease, neurological disease, surgeries that are necessary to preserve life and function. And they're being delayed right now. And then the doctor goes on to say, so quite simply put, and I don't want to mince my words, rationing health care. Okay, so that is crystal clear. You know what I'm saying? They they get to decide who lives and who dies. And uh, there's an article that I found. You will be able to see it upon your screen. I took a screenshot of it, but I didn't save the doggone link. So I don't have that particular link. But there's a nurse that was talking, and she was saying that the room is not the problem. They've got a lot of room but they don't have the manpower, all right? And so uh, that was really, really curious because uh, I actually went to go look and see, you know what I'm saying, what their staffing was was, was like. And uh, lo and behold, I was able to find out this right here. As of 4.50 a.m. on August the 20th on 2021, that is today, um, they have 59 uh, COVID-19 patients, and 12 of those patients are in ICU with 12 on ventilators. So right there, you have 35 COVID patients because if you add up the 12 and 12, that's 24, subtract that from 59, then that's 35 people that are not in a dire situation that's in the ICU or, you know, saying stuff like that within this particular situation. Not to say that they're not sick and, and they don't need help. I'm not trying to belittle that point, but, you know, they've they've called in the National Guard. Uh, so, uh, you know, so they're... Um, intensive care unit has 24 beds as you can see down here and and then they have another six at their redmond location and that takes them to 30 okay so they got 30 beds with 12 people who are in the icu and not to sound callous but for those of you who worked in the hospital or you know have experience with that uh people who are on ventilators they don't really require a whole lot of attention. Like, you can't just walk out on them, like, you know what I'm saying, for hours. But, like, you, it's not the same as the intensive care unit. Um, so, for those of you that may not have known that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like, like it wouldn't be such a, uh, a manpower issue with people that were on ventilators. Because they're, they're on, you know, they've got a machine breathing for them. You know what I'm saying? They're on autopilot, basically. But, uh... 
anyways, there goes the information with that. You see what the situation is. So uh, let's go on to see how many employees that they have. And if you look here, total, they have 400, or excuse me, 4,482. And of that number, not all of them are doctors and nurses. So there's active medical staff, that's 417. And then they have visiting medical staff, and that is 363. If you add both of those together, that comes out to 780. And in an emergency pandemic type situation, if you divided that by three, you could roll out 260 fresh bodies every eight hours. But instead, they've got the National Guard. You know what I'm saying? Because it seems like that many people could deal with the amount of people that they're having COVID issues with. You know what I mean? There's like 59 of them total. And there's 4,000 of them. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to see what's up with the National Guard and why they're going to bring them in because they're going to say it right here. And it says that the Guard members who are coming from all corners of the state will support the four hospital health system in non-clinical roles, including screening patients, and visitors at entrances. How is that going to help anything? You know what I'm saying? Running and stocking supplies, I can see how that could help. And preparing and serving food and assisting patients in roles that do not require licensure. All right? We're, we are going to get to that later because, like the National Guard, they have people that do have licensures. They got nurses and doctors and things like that, too. But instead, these are the guys that they bring in, you know what I'm saying, to screen people at the door, you know, and go stock things. But, uh, all right, so anyways, there's another hospital um, that's in Springfield, Oregon. Um, it's near Eugene, for those of you who are, are familiar with that. That's the, uh, that is where the, uh, the uh, ducks are, you know what I'm saying? So um, there's another hospital that is having some same issues, and it's called McKenzie, and they actually have a room uh problem um their, their 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 hospital is relatively small they have 113 beds available and their their uh intensive care unit is only 16 beds big and it says right here there's not much room at the hospital full stop and then if you look down here, it says we have most of the ICU beds occupied, all right? And if you look at the date, okay, this is a couple of days ago when this is happening, all right? And they got 16 beds, all right? And um, when I looked at it in August the 6th, I think it was, um, they were, they had had uh, like, like, like 13 uh, uh, patients at that particular time. And here it is a couple of days later. Well, actually, no, from uh, the 6th of August, that would be a, about a week or so. And um, they're still not full, you know what I'm saying? So I'm still trying to see the emergency here. But as far as uh, being bogged down, as far as uh, shortage on workers and stuff, if you look here to see how many staff that they have, they've got 113 beds, as I said, and then they have... 514 employees so they're not completely full and they've got an adequate staff from their own admission 
But the thing about Mackenzie Willamette, that is in Lane County, all right? And if you look right here to see Lane County, and they have a 59% vaccine rate. So most of the people there have vaccines, and now they're having a problem with the COVID-19, all right? And then with uh, Bend, Oregon, that is in Deschutes County. And uh, let me see, let me pull this up here. Deschutes County, and you see there, they have a 62% rate of vaccinations. And that's pretty much the same story, like, wherever they be saying this stuff at. Like, they have a high rate of vaccinations, and that's where people are getting sick. And um, so... This is just more credence to what I was telling you guys, man, like where they have the explosions with the shot, you have an explosion with COVID. It's because people are shooting themselves up with a disease, man. And folks will try to rationalize this and say that they're getting a weakened state of it or like whatever. But there's a girl in Singapore that took the Pfizer vaccine and she had a heart attack. So there ain't nothing weak about that. You know what I mean? So whatever they're putting in there, um, you know. It is not working. And all they had to do was just cut her a check, and that's it. No jail time, no nothing. You know what I mean? And they almost killed that girl. If you look at some of the jobs in the National Guard, they got nurses and, you know, stuff like that. They've got the people that run nurses. They got dental corps. They got veterinarian corps. They've got nurse corps. And that's kind of like the same thing as a charge nurse, you know, they can run floors and things of that nature. Um, but I just got up here on the screen, just some of these things. Um, you have a pharmacy specialist. All right. And I'm just going to read the overview. But uh, it says the pharmacy specialist is primarily responsible for preparing and dispensing prescription drugs and medicines while also maintaining pharmacy supplies and records okay so this will be a helpful skill during a pandemic thing there's a lot of drugs getting issued out and things of that nature you could bring in the national guard to do that right and something that you need to keep in mind with everything that i'm showing you even though a person has joined the national guard and gone to national guard training that does not give them a civilian world certification they still have to go get that but i'm a i am just going to go off of out of each 10 people that have these medical skills at least three of them have the proper uh paperwork you know what i'm saying so we'll we would just play the low end and then you've got like a respiratory specialist and see what they do respiratory specialist is primarily responsible for helping with the management of a respiratory unit by administering respiratory therapy and performing pulmonary function tests under the supervision of a physician or nurse Anesthesis, y'all see what that is. The respiratory specialist is strictly an advanced level position. All right, and if you come down here to job duties, if y'all can see that, it says examine and treat emergency or battlefield patients. It seems like that would be somebody that you could have in a situation of like uh, you know a car wreck or whatever. He's you know trained for that whole trauma accident type situation, but. Those aren't the people that you chose to bring to these hospitals. You got people guarding doors and you know what I mean? And people tend to forget, like, just because you go in there, that doesn't mean they're going to let you out. All right. And I have seen that happen during my day working at the VA, man. Like, I've seen it happen plenty of times. 
they got this thing called the Walker Act. And if you go in there for any reason and they just want to hold you there, they'll claim the Walker Act and they'll bring in the police if you try to fight or anything like that and just legally keep you there. Uh, I saw them keep this one guy. He was in his underwear for like three days, man. Three whole days. He was just there. Uh, but Okay, so we got the respiratory specialists and... Uh, let me see. There was something else that I wanted to see, but you guys basically get the gist of what this whole situation is. You have people within the National Guard that have medical skills that could help these people out because they say that, you know, they are shorthanded and things of that nature. And they, they like need this help from the National Guard or whatever, but they don't enlist the people that actually have the skills that they need. It's just muscle. You know what I mean? Just muscle and gun power. And I wanted you guys to be able to see this live and direct for yourself, man, and just, you know, make the correlations and dot the I's, cross the T's, and connect everything that needs to be connected, you know, because, uh, like, time is ticking, man. Time is ticking, and these people are about to make their move. So I hope that you're paying attention, and I hope that this resonates with you. Um, they are lying to us, like, right in front of our faces. And uh, real quick, though, uh, like, if you check the video out, they show um, like a whole bunch of different hospitals like uh, Providence, Emanuel Medical Center, you know what I'm saying? And these are all hospitals in Portland, but like none of the hospitals that are actually, you know, getting uh, getting uh, National Guard sent to them, they didn't show any of those hospitals, you know what I mean? And um, as far as Portland, um, I know for a fact that the VA is not bogged down and ran over, um, and we're actually connected by a sky bridge to OHSU, uh, that, that stands for uh, Oregon Health and Science University, and uh, I know for a fact that they are close to capacity, but they are not there yet, though, but they are getting close, you know what I'm saying, and uh, that's pretty much the same case with the rest of the hospitals in Oregon, like nobody's like really in panic mode. So I don't know what these people got going on that they're trying to send out National Guard and stuff like that. But uh, that's what it is down here, man. And they are straight up rationing out health care. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it'd be interesting to see what is going on in you guys' neck of the woods. You know what I'm saying? Feel free to leave uh, comments below. Just the power rose. Shine sweet freedom. Shine your light on me.